The Bears are who we thought they were. They are who we thought they were. from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee. This is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. It's up 12 on Wisconsin's Morning News. The USS Milwaukee officially now decommissioned. This was the widely celebrated and now virtually complete failure of the entire littoral combat ship program with the Freedom-class ships built in Wisconsin at Fincantieri Shipyard, formerly Marinette Marine, that's in... Marinette. Was that the big one that was celebrated here? Yeah, it was downtown? commissioned here, I believe, right? They brought it. That, that big event? Yeah, because it was a big deal. The ship named after Milwaukee. Nice. And they built all these ships up there at Marinette Marine, now Fincantieri. Uh, the Milwaukee was among those built in that place and commissioned right here in the city less than eight years ago, now officially mothballed. Eight years wow. done. How does that happen? Well, here's how Rick Barrett, Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, told it. Less than eight years after it was commissioned in Milwaukee, littoral combat ship, USS Milwaukee will be pulled from the Navy's active fleet Friday at a ceremony at the ship's home port in Mayport, Florida. The event will provide more closure, more closure, to the multi-billion dollar Navy acquisitions boondoggle for a fleet of ships that never fulfilled their mission for which they were envisioned. <laughs> A lot of use out of that one today. Each one wow. of these ships, E, all in, including like design and whatever, if you break down everything, about a half billion dollars to create. Each one of them, they were designed to be super flexible. So they were supposed to be able to respond to changing conditions and missions. You were supposed to be able to change out the tech and weapon systems but, but we like got really all quickly. This. There's so much attention and publicity and media personalities involved with all of this, I remember. Yeah, you know what else has been decommissioned? My boy Shamraz is half-hour special, making the Milwaukee. <laughs> Steve Shamraz takes us to Marinette to witness a major milestone for everyone involved with making the Milwaukee. To look at her now, it is hard to imagine this hulk of a ship as sheets Here's of Jacob's steel in there, and yeah, tossing the chamois, waiting to be assembled. But that is how we met the USS Milwaukee nearly two years ago. Years, chamois spent years. Following the progress, Man. the building of the ship from that construction. Can't blame there. him for that. We no, it was, it was really good work. Thing. It was so cool. And he went up there to Marinette and we had video of them making the thing. And here's the Milwaukee in this stage. And they put her in the water. And here she is now. And then they had a whole half hour special on TMJ4. I was actually looking for it. There's some archive stories on the TMJ4 website with links to that special no longer available. Like, it doesn't even come up. I found that. It's been mothballed also. little clip on YouTube, yes. The short-lived USS Milwaukee, now a footnote in naval history. Boat race. Sports is brought to you by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson and Oconomowoc, your destination dealer. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, and now, apparently, Jordan Love. Four-man rush. Love has Jones in stride. Aaron Jones racing to the end zone, and he's in! Touchdown, Green Bay! Kevin Burkhardt on the call for Fox as Love would hit Aaron Jones there on a fourth-and-three pass for the 35-yard touchdown score as the Packers go on to defeat the Bears by a final score 
of 38-24, to their first win of the season. The former backup, now starter, speaking on the NFL's oldest rivalry and why getting a win was a big deal for him. Yeah, I mean, obviously coming in here, um, we knew what type of game we were in for. Um, obviously Absolutely my first game boat in this rivalry. So, um, I mean, it felt good. It, it It's... They're a good team. Um, obviously, first half was close, and second half, I just the way we bounced back and came out there in the second half and just total domination uh, felt good. The Bears are who we thought they were. <laughs> All day. <laughs> Keep playing it. Love. They are who we thought <laughs> they were. Go. Love completing 15 of 27 passes for 245 yards, including three touchdowns, and after the game, his head coach, Matt LaFleur, with some high praise for the new starter. But I thought, all in all, I couldn't be more proud for, of, of just his performance, his poise. There's a, there's a big-time belief in that locker room for Jordan Love. And I think uh, the guys, they're going to rally around him. They're excited for him. They, they love him. They respect him. He comes to work every day. Great attitude, great energy. Um, and I, I think you saw that today. The Packers now shifting their focus from the Bears to the Falcons as the Packers travel down south for a Week 2 matchup. There it is, boat racing the Bears. Never gets old. From the NFL to the Diamond as the Milwaukee Brewers suffered quite the deflating loss on Sunday afternoon. Corbin Burns had a no-hitter through eight innings, and the team then took the no-hitter all the way into the 11th inning, but the Yankees walk it off in the 13th by a final score of 4-3. to The Brewers did snag two wins in the Bronx over the weekend and entered this week with a three-game lead in the National League Central Division over the Chicago Cubs, Milwaukee, and Miami tonight, and American Family Field, a four-game set that begins. Coverage gets underway right here on WTMJ, beginning at 6 p.m. 718 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Time to bust the tower. It's time to look at the week ahead. Let's go! Yes, sir, let's do it. This old Luke Van Ness had himself mm-hmm. a sack. Yeah. Let's go. Through fields out of bounds. <laughs> there are the sidelines there, sir. Uh, today marks the 22nd anniversary of the 9-11 terror attacks. Of course, Milwaukee County going to hold a ceremony this morning. Of course, there are ceremonies across the country and in New York and at the Pentagon and in Pennsylvania as well. Now, later this morning, 9-11 Memorial in Kewaskum also holding an event. Kewaskum, of course, the home of Andrea Haberman, who was killed in the attacks. President Biden will mark the anniversary in Alaska. What? When's the last time a sitting president's been in Alaska? Since ever? I don't know. Uh, he's coming back from G20, so it makes perfect sense. He's coming across there. Okay. He's going to stop and, and be with military personnel in Alaska today. Vice President Kamala Harris, meanwhile, will be at a ceremony in New York. The First Lady will lay a wreath at the Pentagon. So that's what some of the, uh, the dignitaries are doing today. Later this week, Waukesha is expected to finally turn on the waterworks. I know we've been talking about it, uh, getting the Lake Michigan water. It's supposed to be about mid-September. So. Yeah, they had the party already. Yeah. They got everybody together and you know took pictures and shook hands and all that. I think they said around the 15th, give or yeah. take a day. We were told mid-month. Yeah. So that could happen uh, later this week. China Lights opens up at Burner Botanical Gardens on Friday. It's one of your personal favorites. He looks over at me because that's my side of town. It is. Yes, well, I'm, and you I'm in charge here, of Whitnall right? Park and all of that. Right? <laughs> Are you going? Yeah, I've still never been. Oh, I thought that was. What, I thought you always hit that. Okay. No, we do the uh, we do the Christmas lights because that's oh, okay. a drive through. Don't get out of your car. It's a circus over there, though. I remember the first time we had yeah. China lights. The second time, I remember driving through. And I'm just at a four way stop somewhere near the park, and it was like I'm like, what is happening Isn't that great? here? Right. It's fantastic. Bring it in. 
Uh, tomorrow, Apple will unveil the iPhone 15 and the iPhone 15 Pro. Didn't have this on my radar. I didn't know we were due there for a new one. There are rumors that the next generation will bring significant upgrades, including new colors, battery power That's not an upgrade. Not that. Nope. Apple. <laughs> and USB-C charging. By adopting a universal charging standard, Apple could ultimately streamline the charging process across various devices. Until they decide to not do that anymore and make us have to buy another charger. So you don't have to have the Apple dingus, is what it's saying. It can be this other little thing. We'll see. Uh, Friday could be a big strike looming. Midnight Friday morning, current contract between the United Auto Workers Union and the nation's big three automakers runs out. So GM, Ford, and the others there all expire on... Midnight on Friday morning, so it sets the stage for workers to walk off the job on Friday. Apparently, both sides, both sides, very far apart at the moment. Dang, it's already tough to get a car right now. Don't have the chips right? now. We won't have the workers. Uh, Saturday is Mexican Independence Day. That's different than Cinco de Mayo. May fifth, by the way, is actually the anniversary of the Battle of Puebla. At the movies. All right, here we go. It's another one. It's another horror movie. A haunting in Venice. Haunting in Venice. The Somebody is dead. No one shall leave this place until I know who did it. Yeah. <laughs> so this one has Kenneth Branagh. banshee screech there. That's okay. Kenneth Branagh. This is like an Agatha Christie uh, character that he plays. He's directing and starring in it again. He's done others. It actually looks pretty good. The trailer worked for me. Tina Fey's in it. And I don't necessarily see her as a dramatic actress. Is, is this right a horror comedy? Right. So that'll be interesting to see her play serious, but anyway. Uh, also this week, Barbie. Dig out your finest pink fashions because Barbie, the highest grossing movie at the domestic box office this year, is going digital. So you can purchase it digital starting tomorrow. That's not one of those, I have to see it on the big screen. But it was an event. They did it right. Mm -hmm. I think that works out. Yeah, you're right. And I bet a lot of people will buy it, too. Season 3 of The Morning Show comes on Wednesday on Apple TV+. Plus. You're a morning show watcher, right? Yeah. I mean, I watched it just because I was curious because I was in the business and whatever. Some things they get right, some things not so much. But uh, it's also good characters and a good story. It's fascinating. Packers play the Falcons next Sunday at noon. So start your parties now as they prepare to go 2-0. Badgers play Georgia uh, Southern. Speaking of which, <laughs> that game was unwatchable. Oh, boy. Uh, this one's at Camp Randall. That's Saturday on, morning. Bucky. So yeah, yeah. Rugby World Cup gets underway in Paris this week, and then of course you got number twelve, Aaron Rodgers, taking the first snap as a Jet tonight on Monday Night Football. What's going to happen? Just curious to see what There's happens. There's no way he throws for three touchdowns. And what if he's amazing? No way. What if he's amazing? I don't see it. <sighs> I don't see it. What if he's terrible? I don't think he'll be terrible. I think he'll be uh, better, a little bit better than mediocre. <laughs> Boy, interested to talk to Sophia Minert. She's our guest on Brewers 360 coming up at 745. We'll talk about the heartbreaking loss that the Brewers suffered on the precipice of history until they weren't. So the holidays are quickly approaching. When do you start your holiday shopping? <laughs> what? So right. it's a no. Not, not today. <laughs> uh, according to a new report from Bankrate.com, half of holiday shoppers, so 50%. We'll head to the stores before Halloween. For we're talking Christmas Holiday, gifts? yep. Holiday season gifts and whatnot. 
Um, although inflation is a big issue this year, according to bankrate.com, higher interest rates, 53% say they'll use credit cards to pay gifts. I think I've always used a credit card to pay gifts. I don't even know what cash is anymore. Uh, if you are trying to save, Bankrate says that combined credit cards and rewards points are the best way. Or dig up some of those unused gift cards that you were given last there year you go. and purchase this year. You know, like, so my wife has a practice of if you're up north knickknack shopping or whatever, you know, like, to, to always be conscious and mindful of the people who generally fall on your list. Okay, so sure. if you see something... Whenever, and you're like, oh, Eric would really like this. Buy it then. Yeah. Instead of like, quote unquote, holiday shopping. That's much more mindful. Probably end up with a gift that's a little bit more appropriate. But, it, you know, mm. it doesn't get your shopping done. Whenever you're up north, though, like I'm buying like a magnet or like a paper clip. Oh, well, wait, do you see what I got you? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> News is sponsored by Annex Wealth Management's Money Talk. Heard Saturdays at 10, right here on WTMJ. Seven forty-one on Wisconsin's morning news. We got Brewers three sixty guest Sophia Minnert coming up in just minutes. First, quickly honoring today the university the anniversary of the September eleventh terror attacks on America. A couple of the local remembrances going on right now. What's happening at the War Memorial on the lakefront? Milwaukee County Executive David Crawley, Mayor, is there speaking right now. So that. Local remembrance is going on. In just minutes, you're going to have the Greater Milwaukee Fire and Police Pipes and Drums. They'll be playing outside Milwaukee City Hall. They'll get started at 7.46 a.m., the time that first plane hit the first tower on this uh, on this morning, 22 years ago today. And then uh, Kiwaskum, Eric, you mentioned the memorial they have up there. This is a permanent memorial. Their ceremony today is at 1130. That's a rain or shine. They'll move it indoors if they have to. But this is where they have the beam from Ground Zero. Yes. Yeah. And we uh, we were part of a Raise the Beam um, campaign a few years ago to help raise money. Listeners from WTMJ helped raise money to help with that memorial. So very proud of what they put that up to. And it's not just a memorial. The big thing has always been that it's an education center, too. So it's this idea of also learning and being aware of whether it's those who are still dealing with this plight, the first responders or the ground zero workers. I mean, the number of ground zero workers who are also ill in the years still after. Battling. Yeah, still battling, uh, whether it's uh, PTSD or just chronic conditions from having to breathe in those fumes and whatnot. So lots going on there, which is really cool. It's very proud to see that event and that uh, that site there in Kewaskum. Brewers 360 up next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Milwaukee Brewers took a no-hitter into the 11th inning in New York, but falls short as the Yankees walk it off in the bottom of the 13th inning for the 4-3 victory. The Brewers entering this week with a three-game lead for the National League Central and will welcome in the Miami Marlins tonight to begin a four-game series at American Family Field. First pitch, all set for 640. 360 is sponsored by Outdoor Living Unlimited. And Brewers broadcaster Sophia Minner, our guest on Monday mornings. Sophia, I don't know where to start other than, I suppose, the outcome wasn't what we wanted, but what a classic in the Bronx. Yeah, it was it was an incredible game. Um, it felt like there were so many big moments, um, so many players contributing, um, you know, back and forth. It was as well of a pitched game as I think you will ever see. I think even if you didn't have a rooting interest in like either team, yesterday's game was just so entertaining. Um, it's just fun baseball and 
yeah, it was it was it was a great game, and and they didn't ultimately get the win, but they still won two out of three and come back with a series win. So, still uh, still a lot of good things. Sophie, in terms of managing the no hitter, and of course also a game that you desperately wanted to win, uh, did Craig Council talk at all about his decision making process? You know, in terms of whether or not to leave Corbin Burns in. I feel like if the Brewers had scored in the top of the ninth. Might have been a different decision, easier decision not to put Burns back out there in the ninth since the Brewers didn't score. Yeah, I think like there's a couple things that go into that. Um, you know, he obviously had already gone through eight. He was over 100 pitches. There was still no score in the game, um, and you know, to push him out there for the ninth and get over you know 110 um, and and get into that mark. He, it just wasn't something that he was comfortable with, um, you know, knowing that there was still no score. So there's there's always a lot of things that go into Craig's decisions. Um, and also just, like, they need Corbin Burns to hopefully make a lot more really big starts here down the stretch. Um, so what, what Corbin did was excellent. Um, you know, we, we've seen him do this before. It was, it was just two years ago that he did it um, against, against Cleveland. So, yeah, it just, it's not to take away anything that Corbin Burns did, but I think, you know, especially he had taken that little tumble, um, making a play off the mound in the seventh inning and sprained his ankle a little bit, just just rolled it. So Corbin will be fine uh, from that. They're, they don't think that will affect him here down the road, but just there's always a lot of factors that go into it. Hey, Sophia, are there any crazy football fans on the team, like some insufferable Cowboys fan or something like that? No, Lorenzo Cain used to be like a massive diehard Cowboys fan. Um, but I, as far as I know, we don't have any big Cowboys fans. Anybody else? Like were the guys into NFL action yesterday as everything kicked off? I mean, I know they had they had their plate full with what they were doing, but it's a long ride back. Um, yeah, some guys had the games on. We had a lot of families with us, so um, yeah, everyone was kind of doing their own thing. Brewers return from the trip back at American Family Field tonight. Thanks, Sophia. All right. Have a good one. 747. We got Mark Tauscher up next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Idea man. Did I just hear you say 73 is too chilly? I didn't hear that. <laughs> Innovate. You set your house for 72 or 73 because it's the most comfortable you could possibly have it. And Packers Hall of Famer. My question for you is... Are you soft? Yes. (laughs) It's time for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by your Wisconsin Chevy dealers. Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News is sponsored by your southeastern Wisconsin Chevy dealers. The Bears are who we thought they were. Absolutely boat raced. I'm going to hit them all, Tausch. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, that, uh, I, that's just a little uh, sampling of what uh, that was. I, I said last night on our Packers postgame show, I don't think anything could have went any better. Uh, from a Packer fan standpoint, from a Bears, uh, you know, putting the Bears into their misery and let that uh, continue to unfold, <laughs> it just was a perfect day because – you're this quarterback that everybody, oh, well, we'll see and all this. Jordan Love played a great game. The defense played a dominant game. The special teams was – and the thing that I took out of last uh, yesterday's game, even more so than all of that, was it just looked like this team had more of an edge. 
it looked like we're physical, we're chippier, we're better, and they just went out and showed it. And man, from from our stand, from my standpoint, from I think Packer fan standpoint, it was really refreshing. And now, does that mean it's going to be like this every week? No, but you just watched it, and it was everything that you hoped it was going to be if you're an internal optimist about this team. And it, they played out and did it on the field, and it was a just a joy to watch yesterday. I just, and I know this is petty. But I just love the misery of Bears fans, and what yeah, I, I love so what was so delicious, Tausch, is they were so ready to start a new chapter. That place was loud. The fans, everything they were expecting. Okay, we got rid of that Aaron Rodgers guy who owned us. These guys are going to struggle. New quarterback, new stuff, new, 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 and then just they are who we thought they were. Uh, same old Bears. <laughs> Yeah, the, Barrel roll. the expectation game is always fun to watch unfold. And the fact that, you know, when the Packers traded Aaron Rodgers, it was Bears fans, and you could say Twitter Bears fans, but Bears fans in general took that big, deep sigh like, finally, it's been 30 years of this. You can't get this right again, and we're going we're going to kind of flip this thing back. Well, if you're going to flip it back, you need to be better than what you are. And I think we all forgot that the Bears, while their excitement level was great and Justin Fields, they were the worst team in the NFL last year. And they didn't. Uh, they, they tried to get better. They got the wide out. Uh, I don't even know his name because I don't think it was called yesterday. DJ Smith, I don't even <laughs> think it was called. I think Jair Alexander had him locked down. And what they continue to get wrong, you can say they get quarterback wrong. Justin Fields, we don't know, but... I don't think there's anybody in that building yesterday that'd say, boy, I'd much rather have Justin Fields than Jordan Love. Nobody is going to say that. What you keep seeing is they didn't trust uh, their offense to drop back against this defense. The, how many times did just in a game that was, uh, you know, getting away from them, they still didn't trust to go drop back because they don't trust their offensive line. And where this team, I think this Packer team, where I'm most excited, their O-line has always been good. It's been good forever. Defensively, that defensive line, and you start adding Devontae Wyatt, Wyatt's so fun to watch him play because he's taken that big jump from year one to year two. He played dominant football. Lucas Van Ness gets out there, makes a couple of big plays. That D-line caused all kinds of problems for that for the Chicago Bears, and I'm assuming that the changes that were made yesterday is why the athleticism, the length, and that's what I think Packer fans need to be really excited about. Lines of scrimmage look fantastic, look so much better than what Chicago had to offer yesterday. Got this text, Tausch. I bet you this is something that you'll be talking about today as well. Mike and Hartland wrote in, Matt LaFleur finally got to run his offense without a quarterback changing the plays all the time. Is that what you saw or no? Well, I... I I do think that there was more motion. There was more um, you know, trying to do play action. There was more about what Matt LaFleur is about prior to Aaron Rodgers. But even with all that said, I think Aaron Jones is the catalyst of that. Hopefully, you know, his hamstring is, is going to be up to par. But there was no doubt that, that Matt LaFleur enjoyed that. And I said on our post game yesterday, he, he won his first game down in Chicago. And that first one, it doesn't matter what you're doing. That's always going to be special. But I'm guessing Matt LaFleur and Brian and Goody for sure 
But when they were taking that flight back last night, that's about as meaningful a win as the organization and Matt LaFleur and Brian Gutekunst in general had because they did it without Aaron Rodgers. They're doing it their way with their guys on their football team. And I think they walked out of there last night thinking, man, that is about as meaningful a win as we've had in our tenure as the heads of their uh, departments. Love it, Tausch. Going to be an exciting day on the air with you guys. Appreciate it. We'll talk again tomorrow. Sounds good, fellas. <laughs> so much there. We'll continue it on the other side here at 8 o'clock. The Bears are who we thought they were.